0: time Greg Bishop and the council Roundup, and the council roundup brought you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location now open for lunch head west subs 710 I'm Greg Bishop it is the WMAY morning news feed and the council roundup gotta say love when you guys reach out and let me know how much you appreciate this program uh, I can't believe how long we've been doing this, what is it, like, 12, 13 years or something, the craziness, <laughs> where's the time gone? Uh, but I think it's, it's, it's not only informative, it's fun, uh, and you get to really, I think, uh, hear the, the different personalities we have on the council. Uh, and uh, it's always enjoyable to uh, to break it out for you and to, to give you uh, a good rundown of what happened. So last night was less than an hour long. Love those types of meetings. Uh, really, uh, really shows uh, how they can keep the trains on time. And Alderman Donnellan as the. Uh, Uh, the chair of the Committee of the Whole last night, uh, getting through ordinances, helping guide the conversation, making sure people are staying on topic, and so on. I think uh, yesterday when we had uh, Springfield Alderman Sean Gregory on, I think I was mistaken when I said that last week was a Committee of the Whole and this week was going to be a full council meeting. No, last night was the Committee of the Whole. Last week was the full council meeting, so even I can get that confused sometimes. But either way, last night was a Committee of the Whole where they determine you know whether an ordinance is non-controversial and going to be lumped together with no other non-controversial ordinances and passed next week altogether or if they'll take some of those ordinances and put them on the debate agenda so they can further discuss those issues. Well, one issue that took a lot of the focus from last night's hour-long council meeting was the CAP 1908 project. And that is uh, something we've talked about uh, several different times with the likes of Dominic Watson, who was there last night at the Springfield City Council meeting on behalf of the Springfield Project and the Black Chamber of Commerce. Also, uh, we've talked with uh, Alderman Sean Gregory about the Project, but here's the ordinance uh, as read last night by the uh, by the city clerk Frank Lesko.
1: With the Springfield project for acquisition costs associated with the acquisition of Southtown Economic Development Project, utilizing the city's community development block grant funds, an amount not to exceed one hundred seventy-nine thousand two hundred thirty-five dollars. For the office of planning and economic development
0: so 170 thousand plus dollars uh they're looking to use to uh, acquire this building and dominic watson was there last night to uh, give a presentation uh, and uh, kind of reveal some of the uh, the things that uh, we already know but also some new things so let's hear about it uh from mr watson presenting to the springfield city council last night
2: they were talking about a a new opportunity um for for redeveloping the corridor of 11th and south grand and I can't tell you how elated I am to to talk about this project. Um, it's all about community access. Community Access Project is in the name, CAP 1908. So
0: more about the Community Access Project 1908.
2: So Community Access Project um, is really just a social innovation hub that um, aims at developing and implementing the ecosystem of effective solutions. And so that really resonates because you know, there's no current support or ecosystem that's doing an effective job of really cultivating this area. We've seen um, over the past several decades the lack of support for for redevelopment options uh, in this area. And so we're trying to change that with using CAP 1908 as a vehicle to do that
0: and he lays out even more about uh, some of the goals and the vision of CAP 1908. This is Dominic Watson to the Springfield City Council last night.
2: Right, it includes the, um, the growth of businesses and also the, cro- the growth of households. And so as you can see with with our um, our mission for the Springfield project is solving community problems through collaboration. So um, social innovation is just that.
0: So where is this again? Uh, Alderman Donilon asking that question, uh, Dominic Watson uh, laying it out there.
2: Which is the the cap 1908 business incubator and acceleration center or what we like to call the social innovation center and so that's at 1100 south grant avenue east which is right there on the corner so this ordinance just deals with the Corner property. Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. The acquisition of the corner property. Understood. Thank
0: you. And you know where that's at. It's the Southtown area, and and it's such a just a wonderful area. It's got a a a great feel of that intermediary area between a neighborhood and a city. Right. I mean. If you're coming off the highway into the city, it's it's right there. It's got a it's got some kind of historic nature to it, just by being a, a small kind of you know main street type feel heading into the viaduct, and then you get into the downtown area. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those iconic areas. Everybody knows Southtown when they see it. You see a picture of you, oh, that's Southtown. But it's also had some problems. They didn't discuss this last night, but uh, something of course that's been in the news is that uh, there was a shooting there, a mass shooting there, uh, a party that happened at this location, an unsanctioned party uh, that uh, that you know, like a pop-up party that happened there, and you remember uh, just the, the the tragic headlines that came out of it, uh, and uh, that that's probably one reason why this is a focal point for the community is to get this revitalized to ensure that uh, such things don't happen again in that community. So uh, a lot of different types of support that Dominic Watson lays out uh, for this project and and drawing from the community about the types of services that this business incubator should have.
2: And so it's a direct partnership between the Springfield Project, who's the lead developer on this, and the Springfield Black Chamber of Commerce using the community's input to inform a, a lot of the programming that's going to be housed out of this facility. And so access to training resources, access to developing the readiness to socially engage a local entrepreneur ecosystem and workforce.
0: So a lot of different types of things that incubators can provide, uh, they want to be able to have those similar types of services there at the CAP
2: 1908 project. Small business growth and development, education, health and wellness, diversity and inclusion. And so there's three main areas of focus for this redevelopment, um, innovation, education, and, and incubation. And there's a little bit of entertainment trickled in as well.
0: I'll take that, I, I like entertainment. And uh, gosh, I remember when I had a band back in the day, fifteen plus years ago. Uh, we actually played at Skank Skates right across the street from this, uh, and that was just <laughs> a wild venue uh, back in the day. Oh boy, those were those were the day. I had long hair back then, screaming all kinds of melodic metal and jamming out on that. Those were <clears throat> different world. Um, Anyways, uh, other things that uh, Dominic lays out that the, uh, the 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 plan is for this particular project to offer. Uh, it's got a, it's got a wide scope, but I think an important
2: scope: administrative and consulting and networking services, which is uh, lacking in Springfield. Low cost space for co-working opportunities, access to shared office equipment, technology. So, really, you're seeing here is, you know, consistent with the traditional incubation accelerator centers. And these are the types of things
0: that a lot of uh, startups uh, find their footing. Because if you want to be an entrepreneur, you might not have uh, the, the expertise to navigate the uh, different types of licenses you need to file for, or how do you set up your taxing structure, or if you've got, uh, you know, do you have a fax machine? Cause sometimes you need a fax machine to be able to file things. Uh, and uh, not everybody has a fax machine. Not everybody has a printer. Not everybody has the internet for that matter uh so this could be something that uh, i think uh, as we've seen other incubators uh, provide uh, in in a vibrant shared workspace that's what they're aiming for in this particular area of the community uh and again a uh, historic area an area that uh, really does need some attention and there's a lot of groups behind this uh dominic lays those
2: out but what's unique about this is the opportunity for collaboration Having UIS and Innovate Springfield as partners on this um, from the conceptualization phase through the implementation is really going to be key because we'll be able to, to again, come to the table and, and, um, and work together cross-sector to, to attract people to this space.
0: And also, uh, while the city is considering spending seventy plus thousand dollars to acquire this for the CAP 1908 project, the overall budget... Something that uh, Watson lays out last night. We'll get to that coming up. Also, the timeline of this and some questions that Alderman raised. So stay tuned. This was a major focus of last night's hour-long Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. And we'll hear more of it coming up next here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Back with the Council Roundup on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. We're hearing from Dominic Watson, who presented to the Springfield City Council last night, about the Community Access Project. 1908, uh, Cap 1908, and it's going to be there at 11th and South Grand, just by the uh, viaduct, that uh, old beauty salon uh, shop that was there on the corner uh, where there was a, a mass shooting uh, with uh, with a, f- a fatality and. Uh, uh, not, not not a good site earlier this year, but they're wanting to uh, revitalize that, to bring about an incubator for the community in that area, to foster uh, entrepreneurship, uh, to foster business development, and uh, offer up services to get people uh, in, in the right direction. Uh, so, uh, heard a bunch about the different parameters. They're also going to have uh, uh, a kitchen area in there, but what's the cost going to be? That's something that Dominic Watson laid out last night uh, when the... The city's looking at $170-plus thousand dollars to help with the acquisition. The overall total cost of the project more than a million dollars. One of the
2: things that's going to stand out about this location is we'll have a kitchen incubator um, actually in in the facility as well.
0: And we'll hear more about that coming up. But the total cost of this project,
2: the overall project budget for this is 1.3 million, and we'll get to that um, here in a second. How that's going to be, um, how we're going to try to leverage dollars to uh, ensure that we meet that that overall project budget.
0: So a couple of different uh, grants they're lining up and we'll hear all about that. But the timeline, there's gonna be three phases here in a pretty aggressive timeline.
2: We hope to be open um, with delivery of services by August. Um, We have an aggressive timeline here with a lot of flexibility to, to start earlier. And then um, and actually execute this earlier as well.
0: So we'll uh, we'll track how this goes. Um, and if the city council next week approves this ordinance, that'll be the first step. And then uh, he said that essentially it's going to be turnkey. You know, the, the building's there; they just got to get in and uh, get it set up to be an incubation type of operation and uh, move forward with it. Now, the other grants that he's lining up here, a lot of different funding opportunities.
2: We're also seeking three million dollars from a grant. Uh, for rebuild, rebuild Downtown and Main Street Capital Grant. And the again, the, the ceiling on that is $3 million. And there is a, a match for that that we um, are seeking um, to leverage from, from our partners. So other uh, state spending possibilities? We're seeking a line item in the budget to go towards... Uh, capital expenditure expenditures around this this project. So we've been working with um Senator Turner in in her office in regards to that as well as our, our elected representatives in the area. And then also um also our um our senator that represents the 50th district as well.
0: And other taxing bodies they're looking to uh, have as uh, funding partners as well.
2: We are seeking support from the county as well. Um, we have that as a placeholder to be determined. We've also been um, actively for the past year talking with the medical district, specifically Memorial Health Systems, in regards to opportunity to partner. They're, they have listed this, um, if many of you are familiar with the Citizens Club, they presented on their community health needs assessment plan and they listed this project as an opportunity to to carry out in advance that that the goal of um, ensuring that equity is met From an economic perspective in that plan and that includes funding for the course of the three years that the the cn the community health needs assessment plan is carried out
0: and he also laid out uh, even more funding opportunities
2: and support from other groups Um, this is for the american rescue plan at adjustment it includes assistance for collaborative um, grant opportunities so again this is a partnership with innovate springfield university of illinois springfield and it's supported by the community foundation for the land of lincoln and this range that is going to be between 2.5 million and 3 million dollars um, both programming and capital
0: and they're also looking to capture some of the state cannabis tax money as well
2: the state of illinois r3 restore it reinvest and re- and renew um, built around the, um, the cannabis program. And so we have an opportunity here to, to get um, anywhere between 1.5 and 1.85 million dollars to, to go towards programming as well as some of the capital expenditures built around um, the facility.
0: And also uh, some partners from up north helping out CAP 1908 with some guidance. And uh, Dominic Watson last night in front of the uh, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole laying out a recent trip that they went on.
2: A new partnership that that we've established so with the Chicago Neighborhood Initiative. We actually took a, a, a group of of about 13 individuals to Pullman neighborhood in Chicago. And most of you know Pullman as the the site of the the unrest where the labor movement was essentially started. And so we met with David Doig, who's the head of this organization, about an opportunity to to do some pipeline mentorship and and collaboration. And um, actually Alderman Gregory, Alderman Williams, the mayor was present. And then also county board chairman Ryan McGrady and a few others were present. The, the trip was funded actually by by the Growth Alliance. That just illustrates their commitment to to this um, to this endeavor.
0: So that's uh, the gist of uh, Dominic Watson's presentation to the Springfield City Council. Coming up next, we will hear Aldermen and their questions, and also some criticism of the Mayor's office for not getting out more information about this until last night. So we will get to all of that and more here with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. Back with the Council Roundup, it's the WMAY morning news feed, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open for lunch. So the overall uh, project for CAP 1908 discussed last night, it's got a, a pretty aggressive timeline, more than a million dollar budget. They're looking for the city to pay 100 70 plus thousand dollars to help the Springfield Project and the Black Chamber of Commerce and those behind this to acquire this property at 11th and South Grand. It's going to be a business incubator and a lot of other things involved there, including having guidance from the community, having support from different types of groups. So a lot of uh, different things laid out there. We covered that in the last half hour from Dominic Watson of the Springfield Project and also uh, the Springfield Black Chamber of Commerce. Now it's time to hear from uh, some of the aldermen and Last night, Springfield Alderman Jim Donnellan asking some of the first round of questions here.
3: You know, I I heard that I heard that you uh, submitted like 200-page. Uh, 200 page a 200 page proposal and 300 300 page proposal. okay i was 100 <laughs> off so anyway uh, that obviously means you did your homework and have done your homework and uh
0: that's not a that's not a small feat uh that's uh, <laughs> putting uh 300 pages of anything together uh is 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 pretty tough so uh, that that's a lot of research that's a lot of information that's a lot of uh, uh detail uh worked into that so i imagine that uh, uh those who are interested in this project will be able to get more detailed and they could probably shake a stick at if they'd like um, but uh, Alderman Donilon, uh after addressing uh, Dominic Watson turns his focus on to Mayor Jim Langfelder.
3: I, I just ask politely uh, and I'm going to be pretty direct here when a project comes along I don't care if it's something significant like this that can change an area and uh, Southtown is one of my favorite areas of town because it's one of those areas of Springfield where you can identify the neighborhood because everybody knows the Southtown facade anyway, when a project comes along can we have the information, uh, the details of the project? The, and I'm talking about before we come to the meeting. Just, I mean, because people were calling me, what is this all about? Where do you, what are you, you going to vote on it? I said, I don't know anything about it.
0: So he's essentially highlighting something that we hear too often, and it's not just uh, the Langfelder administration. I think it just comes with the office of mayor. Uh, it's uh, something that Alderman uh, regularly criticized is a lack of communication from the executive office. Uh, so interesting to see again that uh, continued line of uh, lack of information. We'll have the mayor address some of that a little bit later on. But a lot of questions uh, were answered during Dominic's presentation. Well, what's
3: Innovate Springfield going to think about? Going to think about this well they're they're a partner on the list Absolutely. and and uh so i guess they're okay with it that then
0: answer to that question moving on to uh some more from uh dominic watson laying out there
2: we are aggressively seeking out grant dollars tied to this i've met with dco's deputy director who's very very motivated to to seek um to to sign off on dollars that we may be eligible for and so um, and so there there have been commitments um, again we have to do our part we have to apply for those opportunities but but there are, there are dollars no
0: nope. so dollars are going to be available but Donald, he does want to have some kind of trigger to where uh, you know the city's not going to be on the hook unless others step up to the plate with grant dollars I
3: don't want I just don't want the city to spend 179 thousand uh, right we've, we've now bought a building not we meaning collectively collectively and then we don't have the, f- the funding to move
2: forward. That, that's the fear.
0: And Watson laying out there that, uh, they t- totally understand that.
2: We could very well open our doors and service a, a limited um, population, you know, come fe- February 1st or sometime in February. <clears throat> but we want to do this the right way because we've seen oftentimes that when you piecemeal projects, you know, you're really hindering the long-term sustainability. And so that's why we were, again, trying to do the full redevelopment at the 1.3 before we were really opening our doors to to you know the broader broader um, population that we could serve
0: So it makes sense, right? Uh, If you're going to do this, do it right. Don't do it piecemeal uh, and uh, really get this thing going uh, at its strongest footing instead of uh, just opening the doors and then slowly piecing it together. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, there's a, a variety of different grant dollars and grant opportunities
2: out there. But in my meeting with Deputy Director Jonathan McGee, he specifically said that this is the project, the 11th and South Grand project, is what he's looking for out of this grant, not um, downtown. And that was his words, not downtown, but 11th and South Grand. Those- so
0: that could be uh, money from the state. Alderman Sean Gregory chiming in, we talked with him yesterday about this briefly, but he uh, reiterated some of his uh, some of his focus on CAP 1908.
3: Both of these census tracts where, where this building is at um, is $25,000 uh, uh, medium income, you take away rent, you're in your 17s. The one to the north with the John Taylor home is even lower at $23,000. So, you know, we, we really want to put some things together, some, you know, workforce initiatives along with this business incubator to try to boost this so we can get to the home ownership, so we can get to the redevelopment of, uh, of, of, of a broader area and really lift this this community up section by section.
0: So, Alda Woman Conley, she uh, picked up on a bit of new news that uh, I also heard uh, when Dominic was presenting, and that's uh, about this idea of not just the business incubator space, but also a kitchen, a kitchen incubator of sorts. When you,
1: when you talk about the kitchen incubator, can you just explain? Are you talking about like offering like food management club courses, or is this kind of that restaurant model where they build from?
2: And Dominic Watson laying it out there. And so we're just trying to address that need. And so we'll have training wrapped around um, customer service. We're looking at food handling. We're looking, we're looking at all those things that are going to make you successful um, in running a a. Kitchen operation.
0: That's uh, that's exciting, uh, and there's some other community partners in that vicinity uh, that uh, likely could help with that. Uh, so some pretty good stuff there. But uh, are all of the community partners on board? Are all of the community's uh, businesses in that vicinity on board? It's a question that Alderwoman Desenza raised.
3: Um, one business that is near and dear to my heart because I grew up there that you haven't mentioned, uh, is skank skates. Absolutely. Are they involved in this at all? George Sinclair has been a a huge Southtown advocate for the past 30 years. Um, And, you know, I spent a good share of my time at Bruce's Tavern back in the day, um, which is now Bourbon Street.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've never been in there. Driven by it tons of times. I'd love to go uh, grab a cocktail there sometime. Um, Dominic uh, lays out there that, yes, uh, they do uh, hope to talk more with some of the other businesses in the
2: vicinity. I think we have to do a better job. TSP has to do a better job in in bringing all those individuals to the table to help us inform what's going to happen with Cap 1908. So, you know, although we have talked to some of those businesses um, or most of those businesses, I have to do a better job of ensuring that we're communicating on a regular basis. Because again. Is in the name, right? We can't have a community access project like this and not work with the community on a consistent basis.
0: So, a, a bit of recognition there that uh, they could do better to reach out to even those who are just across the street and uh, getting them on the same page and on board. So, we'll uh, we'll see how how far that goes. Alderman McMiniman uh, addressing some of the uh, the, the the presentation, uh, but also he, uh, he, he he kind of you know goes uh, at what Alderman Donnellan was raising, that uh, the mayor's office hadn't have, didn't have all the information to Alderman before the meeting last night, and uh, Alderman McMiniman saying, listen, a lot of this didn't come together until last minute, probably. We got
4: this video over to the city at about 4 p.m., and you're probably working on it till the very end, so we can't distribute something until we get it, but this was worth every ounce of energy put into it. I think this shows a lot of initiative. A lot of vision, a lot of effort.
0: And uh, McMiniman, uh, he wanted to put the issue on the debate agenda because there were three aldermen that were not there last night. And by having it onto the debate agenda, it allows for them to somewhat rehash the details of uh, this project for the aldermen who were not there last night. Uh, But uh, McMiniman continues on.
4: We've got some good backers here tonight. Um, Miss Clay from Clay's Barbecue and, and uh, from the neighborhood and the community. And I see we got U of I represented by Professor Bruce um, Summers, and um, we've got uh, Community Foundation for the Land of Lincoln, John Stremster for here tonight. So you got a lot of good support.
0: So a lot of backing uh, there, even in the council chambers last night, and a long list as well as part of the presentation of other groups that are behind this uh, advocating for it. So um, they are putting this on the uh, debate agenda. Here's the mayor responding to some of the criticism of uh, information getting uh, getting to Alderman late.
1: With regards to the Economic Development uh, Commission, uh, yeah, I apologize that uh, the hard documents weren't uh, distributed. I thought they were, but uh, the YouTube is out there on the city's website, so you can watch the meeting in its full capacity, and at that time, uh, it wasn't uh, perfected like it is today. Uh, there are still questions on the finances, things of that nature, but I encourage Dominic to go forward, because once the properties became available, you want to seize that moment. So that's why we brought it forward, but we'll make sure that the uh, at least the link is sent to all the council members after those meetings, along with the documents associated with the meetings.
0: So we'll hear more about this next week uh, for this full city council meeting. The first city council meeting of of 2020. Is 2022? Is that what the year is going to be? My gosh. Oh, where did this year go? Holy cow. Uh, so we'll uh, hear more about this project. Moving on, the mayor, he encouraged people to go check out downtown Springfield for first nights. Bunch of activities and Hoagland Center for the Arts being kind of the uh, central staging area for that. And also fireworks after 11 o'clock Friday night. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Uh, I do have some plans to, to head down there and try to take in the fireworks. If I can stay up that late, we'll, we shall see. Uh, but Alderwoman uh, Purchase wanted to make sure that uh, something was very clear because she says some businesses in her uh, jurisdiction have been reaching out to her with some alarming questions.
4: Uh, Mayor, can you just clarify a lot of uh, my businesses downtown had received a text message saying like the city Springfield will be limiting social gatherings to five individuals, all bars and restaurants will be closed at 8 PM. And I'm still getting text messages about it today. Um, I told them that we haven't received anything as far as alder woman and alderman from you at all. Could you, um, speak to that?
1: Don't believe everything you read. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Unless the, uh, you know, it's it's a health pandemic, unless the County sent something out through public health, which they do uh, control the restaurants, you know, the permitting. So I don't believe they have, I don't think any of that's transpired. I know Chicago has, uh, mentioned some parameters associated with the restaurants but um, as far as i know nothing's been put out uh, with regards to local restaurants we intend to
0: more from the mayor
1: um, you know if we need be if the hospitalizations accelerate and capacity is limited we will probably come back with a mass mandate uh, moving that direction but we'd ask everybody to do their due diligence to keep the general public safe during this health pandemic because the restaurants or the establishments all of us have been through enough, so we need to take some personal responsibility to make sure we can manage our way through it, which we can We just have to you know uh, do what we can uh, washing your hands, social distancing everybody's heard that, and make sure we keep our businesses open, we keep everybody healthy and safe as much as possible during this uh, season of illness.
0: So the mayor uh, encouraging people to continue masking where necessary, wash your hands, social distance when necessary. Uh, He also encouraged people to get vaccinated and boosted uh, and so on. Uh, But uh, whatever text message is going around to businesses here locally about Springfield shutting things down and limiting capacity and whatnot, that's not the case. Uh, And I haven't seen anything come from the the county health department to that effect either. Uh, Alderman Joe McMiniman, he wanted to chime in on uh, the controversy between the Springfield airport authority and the city of springfield over aviation fuel taxes and uh highlighting a uh, local well-known reporter's work on that i just read
4: yesterday bruce rushton's article in the illinois times he's writing for the illinois times again he was freelancing for sjr and he must have had such a hot story he he got it published by illinois times his former employer as a freelance writer but he's talking about the airport authority and it's it's really worth reading uh I think the airport authority is going about things completely the wrong way with this tax dispute. I think the the proper way to do it is you get their top attorney that may have some tax expertise and they talk to our top attorney and they they discuss the legal merits of each side's point of view. But to just come out with this um, the way they've done it is counterproductive
0: and uh, I'm offended by it. Uh, so, again, um, likely hear more about that saga in the days, weeks, months ahead. And finally, here for last night's Springfield City Council meeting, the Committee of the Whole, less than an hour long. The train was kept on time by Alderman Donnellan, and he sends everybody a nice parting message.
3: Happy Motion and second to adjourn. Happy yeah. New Year, everybody. Yeah. Have a safe, yeah. healthy, happy 2022. All those
0: in favor signify by saying aye. 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 The I have it. Thank All you. All right, and the meeting is adjourned. Look at that. That's how you get uh, a Springfield City Council meeting done in under an hour. Here with the Council Roundup, it is the WMAY morning news feed. The Council Roundup brought to you by Headwest Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open for lunch. Head West Subs.